Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is this, Should You Feel Good About Yourself? Hey, we'll get into that in just a moment. You know, we're here to help you with your beliefs here at Igniting Hope. I see myself as a belief specialist. And what we believe is more important than what we do. When something happens to us or nationally, personally, whatever, the first question is, Lord, what do you want me to believe? Second question, what do you want me to do? It's in that order. Transformation doesn't come from just surrendering our heart, even though that's necessary. Transformation comes from surrendering our beliefs. Romans 12, 2 says, it doesn't say be transformed by trying harder or by doing something different. It says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I know for so long, all that I renewed my mind with was my feelings and my past experience. And obviously, Romans 12, 2 is talking about positive mind renewal, of being transformed into all that we are in Christ. We became a new creation, all that we have, all that we can do, and, and all, all that we are. But it's also, it's a principle in the negative as well. If I renew my mind, and renewing the mind is just constantly coming into agreement with things, agreeing. Yep, I agree again that I'm not good at math. I agree again that my prayers aren't working in that particular situation. I agree. And, and so I renew my mind with that. I, re, I agree again that I, I'm not powerful because I don't feel powerful. And then I just keep perpetuating because current mind renewal creates future experience. And here we're here at Igniting Hope to help you renew your mind with truth because Current mind renewal creates future experience. It's incredible. Hey, I'd like to go off on that, but I want to talk about today's topic. Should you feel good about yourself? I like questions. I mean, it, questions lead us to revelation. I mean, God asked many questions in the Bible, and Jesus did, and most of those questions were not so he could get information, but so that we could get revelation. Can these bones live? Ezekiel 37. Jesus says to the, ask the man by the pool in John 5, do you want to be made well? God asked Adam in Genesis 3, who told you that? Elisha asked the woman, the widow in 2 Kings 4, what do you have? What do you have in your house? And then there's many other questions, and I love to ask questions. One of the questions I've been asking recently is this. Why am I not radically joyful now? Why are you not radically joyful now? Because these types of questions, especially that one, that'll let you know why joy is one-third of the kingdom, Romans 14, 17. Great leaders are great question askers. People who are powerful coaches, and I know many of you that I'm, who are listening right now, your mentors, your coaches, uh, 
you're helping people, your trainers. And one of the best ways to do that is to ask questions. Now, this question, should you be, should you feel good about yourself? This is another penetrating one. And I'll tell you this, for most of my Christian life, I would have said, no. <laughs> God doesn't want you to feel good about yourself. Because if you feel good about yourself, you'll probably stop trying. And I would overemphasize this, emphasize verses like in Proverbs, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of that way is death. And it would just put me in a constant fear that I was not doing the right thing. And But I believe that God does want us to feel good about ourselves because when God sees us, and the whole reason that Jesus came was because we couldn't do it. We couldn't live a sinless life. We couldn't obey the law, so he obeyed the law for us. And took the exchange of everything we deserve for our sin and offers us everything he deserved for his sinless life. And certainly, God's approval, it's like the armor of God and the breastplate of righteousness in Ephesians 6, really, it, it's the breastplate of God's approval, of God's approval. I love to use the example, and if you've listened to my podcast or listened to me preach, you know I do it often, but it's, it's so powerful. When a toddler is learning to walk, they try, they fall down, they try to take a step. It's a messy process. But we don't, as parents or grandparents, loved ones, we don't stand there or be there and say, toddler, I am not going to approve of you. I'm not going to celebrate you. I'm not going to cheer you on while you're trying. I'm, I'm going to wait until you walk perfectly, and then I will celebrate you. Because toddler, I'm afraid that if I start celebrating you in the beginning stages of what you're doing, that you might start feeling good about yourself and stop trying to walk. <laughs> no, we don't do that to them, but we do it to ourselves. I do it to me. I've done it, you know, I, I'm doing it far less right now. I'm celebrating me. One of, one of our core values here at Igniting Hope is we celebrate progress, not perfection. I know I've shared this story of with Wendy and I, in the culture of empowerment, I talk about how the, the first person that I really learned to empower besides myself was Wendy. And she's very different than me. And when we first got married, I tried to conform her uh, into my own image, <laughs> how I thought she should be, how I thought she should be more structured and do things like I did. And I would nitpick and I would give comments because I did not want her to feel good about herself. 
And if, because I felt like if she felt good about herself, she'd stop trying to work on the things that I thought she needed to work on. Let's laugh at that too. And I remember when I made her cry one more time, just with my comments. And, you know, the Lord says, hey, Steve, this is not working. And, and something broke in me. Something just, uh, I, I just, I need to let go of this uh, punishment and this uh, guilt trips that I'm putting on her because it's actually doing the opposite. It's doing the opposite of what I'm even trying to do. It's not working. And, and the Lord basically said, Steve, I want you to love her unconditionally. I don't want her to perform for your love. I said, well, but God, what might she become without my low-grade guilt and little just attitudes that I give her that sometimes weren't just little? What might she, don't you need my help? <laughs> and it's risky. What might she become? I mean, the, the, the greatest doctrines in the Bible have the greatest potential to be abused and have people spin out of control. And, and, but they're also the greatest doctrines have the greatest potential to unlock people to cause them to fly because it's going to break off the religious performance uh, attitudes that are actually restricting people from flying and becoming whatever they could become because we're going to have to get rid of the shame. We're going to have to get rid of the unworthiness. We're going to have to get rid of uh, trying to be like other people. And I can tell you this, I didn't do it all right with Wendy. I've certainly had still times where I said things I shouldn't have. My attitudes was what I shouldn't be. But there was a shift. And I began believing in her. I began encouraging her. I began to seek first to understand her before I sought for her to understand me. And letting her be who God's made her to be. And then it actually, you know what's interesting? It's kind of like the verse I shared last week in my podcast out of Matthew 7, where Jesus said, Judge not lest you be judged, for with the same measure you use, be measured back to you. And then he goes on and said, Why do you try to take the speck out of your brother's eye when there's a plank in your own eye? First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. And that's really what the Lord was doing there, taking the plank out of my own eye, my own attitude, my own uh, negative beliefs, my own releasing uh, spirits of heaviness all around me. And I can tell you this, I've seen Wendy thrive. I've seen her become what she never thought she could be. And she's one of the greatest speakers, one of the most confident people that I know. And, but, and I, I don't believe I, I'm totally responsible for that, but I had a big part. I had a big part. And it really gets back to this thing. I didn't want her to feel good about herself. <laughs> and I mean, this thing I'm talking about can 
relate to our children, can relate to leaders over us, our pastors, and uh, just, but I want to get to ourselves. I want to get to ourselves because I really, you know, I, I was, had this revelation concerning Wendy, but I was still, and I was growing and giving other people good news, but I was constantly preaching bad news to me and my self-talk. And I'm not going to get into this in depth in this podcast. I've introduced this, and, and in my blog that goes along with this podcast, I'm going to have deeper, I don't know if it's deeper, but I'm have other insights into why I believe you should feel good about yourself. Now, of course, if we're hurting and abusing people and we're in reckless behaviors that that are, are going to cause us great harm and others great harm, then get, we need to get help. But ultimately, even in that, we need to feel good about it. Certainly, there's times of godly sorrow. 2 Corinthians 7, where God, we have God. But but repentance uh, isn't a, a lifestyle of just feeling bad about ourselves to prove to God we get it. I mean, repentance, the lifestyle of repentance is to change the way we think and start agreeing with what God says. And part of that agreement is of what God says. It's about us, that he loves us. He's, he's saying the same words over us. He said over Jesus in Matthew 3 when he was baptized. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And so I'm convinced in this question, should you feel good about yourself? I'm praying that you'll meditate on it. Because the answer to that, as you press into the answer to that, it's going to lead you in a great place to understand the finished work of the cross, to understand our biblical identity, to understand how healthy people grow. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thanks just for this message. Thank you, Father, for one listening right now. Just take this truth. Some of you need to listen to this over and over again because something's going to happen. Something's going to happen in your in your marriages. Something's going to happen in uh, your your relationship with your kids, your your leaders over you, people underneath you. Amen, amen. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you like these podcasts, why don't you share them with somebody else? And we just... Uh, I just got word today. Let me just tell you this, that we these podcasts are now available on other platforms that we haven't had before. Let me tell you what those are. Um, yes. It's on Amazon. So people who have Alexa, devices can now uh, listen per verbal cue if you've got that and our podcast is now on Spotify it's on Spotify hey just a couple quick things I want to let you know about April 5th I believe it's April 5th right there in the beginning of April starting a 12-week course called Thriving Church Leadership 
takes my book, Help Him a Pastor. It's an online course, podcast-driven, video-driven. It's three to four hours a week. Uh, there's reading. There's questions. It's a great book, Thriving in Four Areas, that I emphasize for senior pastors, spouses, core team leaders, and those who want to grow in becoming a senior leader. Thriving in four areas, thriving in beliefs, thriving in relationships, thriving in church structure, and thriving in the supernatural. Uh, this will be a great course for anybody, but especially those who are church leaders. You can find out about that at Igniting Hope Academy. Dot com ignitinghopeacademy.com then this summer my brother Phil Backlin and I will be doing a 12-week course online called the culture of empowerment it's uh, one of the strongest courses I know as far as creating healthy leaders and raising up champions in your environment at ignitinghopeacademy.com as well hey Steve Backlin here we are here to ignite your hope there's no hopeless circumstances there's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. God showed the prophet Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37, a valley of very, very dry bones. And God's not afraid of us seeing how dry things are, how dry government is, how dry morality is, how dry... Uh, family life is, how dry finances are. He's not afraid of us seeing how dry things are as long as we don't get our beliefs out of its dryness. Then the Lord asked Ezekiel, hey, Ezekiel, can these bones live? And basically what he was saying, Ezekiel, what you think is going to determine what I can do. Do you believe these bones have a good future? And I'll tell you this, our hope level determines our influence level. He has the most hope, has the most influence. And I want to remind you as well, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And, you know, I talk about the joy of the Lord in us and stirring it up. But, you know, just another great way of looking at it, the, the, the joy of God, God's perspective of you is your strength. God's joy about you is your strength. And it really takes this message here, because if we're living under guilt, performance, we're not going to have strength. And so I, this message indirectly and directly stirs up the joy of the Lord because it's going to lead to delighting. Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. We're delighting in the Lord, not in ourselves, in the Lord while we have unfulfilled desires in our life, things we want to have happen that aren't happening, that haven't happened yet, personally, family-wise, nationally, church-wise, whatever. It Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart while we delight. Woo-hoo! God, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about this. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my family. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my nation. Thank you, Lord. And this delighting, Causes our desires. Any desires that need to change will change. But then we get the desires. Hope thrives. Hope people thrive while they're waiting for prayers to be answered, prophetic destinies to be realized. And that is a key to actually seeing them realize. Hey, I've been doing this and it's been working. 
asking you to pray five seconds for Igniting Hope Ministries, praying for Wendy and me and our staff for health, for blessing, for increased ways to impact you in in powerful ways. And I've been doing this to also just model that we hear so many things and so many needs that, that a five-second prayer is powerful for the things that we can't give a lot of time to. Give what you can, and God will multiply it. So take five seconds right now and pray for us at Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much. Hey, send us an email at info at ignitinghope.com. If ever you want to just give a testimony of how these podcasts are blessing you. If you're not signed up for our newsletter and you want to sign up and see where I'm going to be travel wise and see the new courses, see what books are coming out, what Wendy's doing uh, in her ministry. You can sign up again at our website, ignitinghope.com and sign up for our newsletter. And if you'd want to sow a financial gift so that we can take this message to the nations and, and just we love to give books away. We, we love to be generous in what we're doing. And also we love to bless our staff as well. And you can you just help us to do that. By the way, I'm going to be in Germany in the middle of May. I'm going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan in beginning of June. I'm going to be in Virginia in August. You can go find out where I'm going to be on our website. Hey, if you haven't watched us on Facebook Live or we're in soon, it's going to be YouTube. Igniting hope. We got good stuff there. All right. God bless you. Thanks so much. Should you feel good about yourself? Whoo. Power question. I say yes. All right. Thanks. Bye. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.